Hello and welcome back to the Pious Perspectives podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. You know, I've been planning this podcast in my head for a long time, and I'm finally getting to produce the content for you. And I just want to thank you very much for your support so far. I know we're, we're in the early stages, but this has been so much fun for me already. And I'm really, really passionate about this. So thank you very much for tuning in. Again, the goal with this podcast is to help you save your soul through pious meditations, thoughts, teachings. I'm trying to bring the traditional thought back because it's been lost, unfortunately. And there's so much fruit out there that we can be taking advantage of in growing closer with our Lord and Our Lady. And I hope to be able to provide some assistance for you in this matter. I can't express how excited I am for this episode as it's on one of my favorite subjects, the rosary. There are so many amazing things to learn about the rosary. And I tell you, this one episode is not going to be enough. I definitely will have a part two and maybe three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten sometime in the future because there is so much to say about the rosary. But I think that you will gain so much from this episode and I encourage you to stick with me as we walk through it. I definitely have heard some critiques about the rosary from different people, Catholics and non-Catholics, saying that the rosary is repetitive, it's fruitless, it's just the same prayers over and over again, it's very easy to get distracted. Well, by the end of this episode, I think I'll change your mind about that. And if you're someone who prays the rosary daily, hopefully this episode will help you to get even deeper and more fervent into your prayers and meditations in the rosary. There's so much more that you may not realize about the rosary and what it contains, and I'm really excited to tell you about them here. So today I'm going to be using a book, another traditional Catholic book that you should add to your archives called The Secret of the Rosary by St. Louis de Montfort. St. Louis de Montfort wrote many books on Our Lady, including True Devotion to Mary, which is another incredible book where he walks us through the consecration to Mary and helps us prepare for it. So let's get into it. In the early 1200s, the world was experiencing the Albigensian heresy. In the year 1214, St. Dominic saw that the sins of the world were a huge obstacle to the conversion of the Albigensian heretics. So he retreated into a forest in France where he prayed for three days and three nights. He wept and did harsh penances to try to appease the anger of Almighty God. Finally, Our Lady, accompanied by three angels, appeared to St. Dominic. This is what she said. I want you to know that in this kind of warfare, the battering ram has always been the angelic psalter, which is the foundation stone of the New Testament. Therefore, if you want to reach these hardened souls and win them over to God, preach my psalter. St. Dominic then went into the cathedral to preach the rosary. And when he was doing so, a terrible storm broke out. But at his prayer, the storm stopped and the people were converted. They renounced their false beliefs and things started to become more peaceful. The rosary, as you can understand from the story, is Our Lady's Psalter. It came directly from heaven. It was not man-made. It was given to us by Our Lady. And this story kind of parallels the way that God gave his law to the world on Mount Sinai when he gave the Ten Commandments to Moses. Our Lady tells us that after the holy sacrifice of the Mass, there is no finer devotion or one of greater merit than the Holy Rosary. And why is this? Well, it makes sense. The Mass is the unbloody sacrifice of our Lord. The Rosary is like a second memorial and representation of our Lord's life and passion. And we're going to be talking about what this actually means and how you go about that. 
So through this episode, I hope to inspire you to pray a rosary daily if you're not already doing so, because it is totally necessary. If you haven't listened to my previous episode on mental prayer, I would encourage you to do so because there are a lot of parallels, a lot of connections between this episode on the rosary and my last episode on mental prayer. The rosary is both vocal and mental prayer. The vocal is the 15 decades of the Hail Mary, each one headed by an Our Father. The mental prayer of the rosary is the meditation of the chief mysteries of the life, death, and glory of Jesus Christ. The joyful mysteries, the sorrowful mysteries, and the glorious mysteries, respectively, and of his blessed mother. We also contemplate the virtues exhibited by Jesus and Mary throughout these mysteries. Praying all 15 decades will take you about 45 minutes, the joyful, sorrowful, and glorious mysteries, but we can choose one of these mysteries, or one-third of Our Lady's Psalter, which takes about 15 to 18 minutes. While there are some other prayers at the end of the rosary, such as the Hail Holy Queen, it is composed primarily of the prayer of Christ and the angelic salutation. So according to St. Louis de Montfort, it is, quote, without a doubt, the first prayer and first devotion of the faithful and has been in use all through the centuries since the time of the apostles. So here's where we really get into it. St. Louis de Montfort says that meditation on the mysteries and the prayers of the rosary are the easiest of all prayers because of the diversity of the virtues of our Lord Jesus Christ and the different stages of his life, which we study, refresh and fortify our mind in a wonderful way and help us to avoid distractions. See, this is where we can understand that the rosary is far from monotonous and repetitive. If you recall my previous episode on mental prayer, when you take the subject of the meditation, we turn it over again and again in our heads. Well, we have 10 times per mystery to turn over these subjects of meditation. We can get so deep into the meditations with the rosary, and this is where the power of the rosary comes in. Moreover, it's not possible to say prayers that are finer than the Our Father and the Hail Mary. And according to St. Louis de Montfort, to think otherwise is a strange illusion of the devil. That's a pretty powerful statement. Our Lord gave us the Our Father, and heaven gave us the Hail Mary, the angelic salutation. So the rosary is composed of the best vocal prayers given to us by heaven, paired with deep mental prayer. This is the jackpot of Catholic prayer. St. Louis de Montfort in his book, The Seeker of the Rosary, tells us a story about a woman in Rome. She was pious, very pious and holy, but wanted to follow her own will. She was so devout that she put to shame even the strictest religious in the church at the time. She asked St. Dominic for spiritual direction and to hear her confession. St. Dominic gave her a penance of a full rosary every day. She responded by saying that she had no time. And she was carrying out so many other devout and holy practices, such as extreme fasting, penances, and much more. And St. Dominic still urged her on. She left disappointed by her new spiritual director, who was telling her to take on practices she did not like. Later on, when she was in prayer, she fell into ecstasy and had a vision of her soul appearing before our Lord's judgment seat. St. Michael put all of her penances and other prayers onto one balance of the scales and all her sins and imperfections onto the other. The tray of her good works was greatly outweighed by that of her sins and imperfections. Filled with terror, she cried for mercy, imploring the help of the Blessed Virgin, her gracious advocate, who took the one and only rosary that she had said for her penance and dropped it onto the tray of her good works. 
This one rosary was so heavy that it weighed more than all her sins as well as all her good works. Our Lord then reproved her for having refused to follow the counsel of her servant Dominic and for not saying the rosary every day. Needless to say, she rushed to St. Dominic and begged his forgiveness for her unbelief and promised to say the rosary faithfully every day. I'd like to remind you that this life is nothing but spiritual warfare and a series of temptations. That's the point of this podcast to remind my listeners about this fact of life, to help you save your soul, to help you think about your last end. I'd like to quote my favorite scripture, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 to 15. Put you on the armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the deceits of the devil. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the world of this darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places. Therefore, take unto you the armor of God, that you may be able to resist in the evil day, and to stand in all things perfect. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of justice, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So what better weapon or armor could we use than the rosary, which Our Lady, the mediatrix of all graces, gave us? What's better than the angelic salutation which has chased away devils and destroyed sin? And the meditations on our Lord's life and passion, which are so powerful in sanctifying our souls. Blessed Albert the Great, who actually taught St. Thomas Aquinas, learned in a revelation that by simply thinking of or meditating on the passion of our Lord, a Christian gains more merit than if he had fasted on bread and water every Friday for a whole year or had recited the whole book of Psalms every day. I've mentioned this word Psalter, Our Lady's Psalter, a couple times now in this episode. Our Lady's Psalter is called this because it is made up of 150 Hail Marys, and there are 150 Psalms in the book of Psalms. We split these Hail Marys between three mysteries, joyful, sorrowful, and glorious. These three mysteries were given to us from heaven. They are perfect how they were given to us by Our Lady. And see, this is why traditional Catholics do not pray the luminous mysteries. They were not given to us by Our Lady. The luminous mysteries would add another 50 Hail Marys to Our Lady's Psalter. This is not from heaven, and it was man-made. Another thought about the rosary is that the physical rosary that you hold, the material rosary, is also an armor against the devil. I like to refer to it as holding Our Lady's hand. And in St. Louis de Montfort's book, The Secret of the Rosary, there are numerous stories in there about keeping the devil away just by wearing or holding the rosary. St. Louis de Montfort reminds us that the length of your prayer is not as important as the fervor in which it is said. One Hail Mary that is said properly and devoutly is worth more than 150 Hail Marys that are badly said. Many Catholics pray the rosary daily. Many may even pray all 15 decades daily. But why is it that some of these Catholics still cannot give up their sin and move forward in their spiritual life? It's because they're not praying as they should. I'll tell another story included in St. Louis de Montfort's book about this. One day, Our Lady appeared to an immoral man who said his rosary daily. She showed him a bowl of beautiful fruit, but the bowl itself was filthy. The man was horrified when he saw this. Our Lady said, This is the way you were honoring me. You were giving me beautiful roses in a filthy bowl. Do you think I can accept presents of this kind? This is a powerful story because we can be saying the rosary and just mumbling on and on, but we can be distracted and not actually praying with our heart. God listens more to the voice of the heart than that of the mouth. Going even deeper, 
to gain the advantages of the rosary, one must be in the state of grace or at the very least be determined to give up mortal sin. Prayer is not pleasing to God when it is said by an unrepentant sinner. Those who pray the rosary or any other prayers without the intention of giving up sin become false devotees of our blessed mother. The rosary is a cure for all of our ills, but it could be turned into a deadly poison if we do not repent and hate sin. This is important to note. In Mark chapter 7, verse 6, our Lord says, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. This is important to our Lord, obviously. When we're praying, we need to concentrate as best as we can. We need to put ourselves in the right surroundings to lessen the distractions. You don't want to willfully put yourself where there could be distractions. Make sure you place yourself in the presence of God and imagine that Almighty God and His Blessed Mother are watching you, because they are, and that your guardian angel is standing at your right hand, taking your Hail Marys, if they are well said, and using them like roses to make crowns for Jesus and Mary. But remember that at your left hand lurks the devil, ready to pounce upon every Hail Mary that comes his way. And be sure that he will snatch every Hail Mary that you say that you have not said attentively, devoutly, and with reverence. I'd also like to mention the 15 promises of the rosary revealed to us by Our Lady, which are very encouraging. Number one, whoever shall faithfully serve me by the recitation of the rosary shall receive signal graces. Number two, I promise my special protection and the greatest graces to all those who shall recite the rosary. Three, the rosary shall be a powerful armor against hell. It will destroy vice, decrease sin, and defeat heresies. Four, it will cause virtue and good works to flourish. It will obtain for souls the abundant mercy of God. It will withdraw the heart of men from the love of this world and its vanities and will lift them to the desire of eternal things. Oh, that souls would sanctify themselves by this means. 5. The soul which recommends itself to me by the recitation of the rosary shall not perish. 6. Whoever shall recite the rosary devoutly, applying himself to the consideration of its sacred mysteries, shall never be conquered and never overwhelmed by misfortune. God will not chastise him in his justice. He shall not perish by an unprovided death, meaning being unprepared for heaven. The sinner shall convert. The just shall grow in grace and become worthy of eternal life. 7. Whoever shall have a true devotion for the rosary shall not die without the sacraments of the church. 8. Those who are faithful to recite the rosary shall have during their life and at their death the light of God and the plenitude of his graces. At the moment of death, they shall participate in the merits of the saints in paradise. 9. I shall deliver from purgatory those who have been devoted to the rosary. 10. The faithful children of the rosary shall merit a high degree of glory in heaven. 11. You shall obtain all you ask of me by the recitation of the rosary. 12. All those who propagate the holy rosary shall be aided by me in their necessities. 13. I have obtained from my divine Son that all the advocates of the rosary shall have for intercessors, the entire celestial court during their life and at the hour of death. 14. All who recite the rosary are my sons and brothers of my only son, Jesus Christ. And 15. Devotion of my rosary is a great sign of predestination, which means that you're on the right path to heaven. I'd like to conclude by saying that we need the rosary in today's world more than ever. I would encourage you, if you don't already, please pray the rosary daily. And if you're the head of a household, 
pray the rosary daily with your family. And one thing I'd like to mention about the meditations, which are so important in the rosary, is that if you're new to mental prayer, spiritual reading and listening to sermons will help you so much with your meditations. Mental prayer is a process. You'll start on an amateur level, so to speak, and then become more advanced in mental prayer with the more experience you have and the more reading you have done in your life. There are two books that I can recommend to help you with your meditations, especially on the Passion of Our Lord. The first book is called The Dolores Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ by Anne Catherine Emmerich. This is actually the book that the Passion of the Christ movie was modeled after. It's a book based on the detailed visions of our Lord's passion and death as seen by Venerable Anne Catherine Emmerich, who lived from 1774 to 1824. She was a German Augustinian nun and a mystic. This book can give you many thoughts for mental prayer. The next book is called The Passion of Jesus and Its Hidden Meaning by Father James Gronings. Now, this book itself isn't a meditative book, but it can help you with your meditations when you're praying. I hope that I was able to help you see the rosary in a different light through this episode and to either inspire you to pray it well every day or to renew your fervor for the rosary and to encourage you in mental prayer and meditating on our Lord's passion. As I'm growing this podcast, I would encourage you to follow Pious Perspectives on Instagram. And if you tag three of your Catholic friends in any of the posts, I will be choosing three people to send the secret of the rosary to. I look forward to another episode next week. In the meantime, you can contact me or ask me any questions by sending me an email at piousproductions at gmail.com or sending me a message on Instagram. Once again, I am your host, Christopher. Remember thy last end, and thou shalt never sin.